This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Uh, welcome to Pro Football in the 1970s. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Joe Zagorski. We're going to be talking about running to win a Super Bowl. Now, prior to 1978, pro football was regarded as primarily a running game. The objective of the forward pass was still not as refined and as perfected as it would become in the years after 1978. In 1972, with the advent of the hash marks moving closer to the middle of the field, the largest number of runners to ever eclipse 1,000 yards rushing in a season was 10, and that would make NFL history in 72. But to close out the 1971 season, one team used the Super Bowl to show off their multi-back backfield, their avenue of setting records and of the ultimate success of victory in the ultimate game of the year. The 1971 Dallas Cowboys had won nine straight games going into their Super Bowl VI matchup with the youthful and exuberant Miami Dolphins at Tulane Stadium in New Orleans, Louisiana. Now the Dolphins were a more emotional team than the Cowboys, but somehow they found themselves playing for the world championship in head coach Don Shula's second year at the helm down there in South Florida. A Dallas head coach, Tom Landry, had tasted many defeats over the previous handful of years as his team got closer and closer to an NFL title. Both the Cowboys and the Dolphins did have a unique similarity in those days, though. Both geared their offense into stressing the running game. Both teams had a trio of great running backs. Dallas had Dwayne Thomas, Calvin Hill, and Walt Garrison in their backfield. And carrying the ball for Miami was Larry Zonka, Jim Kick, and Mercury Morris. Each of these six players were adept at their own set of talents. For example, Garrison was a pounding fullback, Thomas was a smooth and graceful tailback, and Hill was a combination of the two. Zonka was probably the best fullback in pro football, Kick was a dependable short yardage runner and pass receiver, and Morris was one of the most fluid and shifty runners in the game. So it would come as no surprise that in Super Bowl VI, it would showcase the running abilities of both of these teams. Now, neither had won a world championship before, so this game would produce a new league champion. And both the winner and the loser would prove that throwing the ball would not be used anywhere near as much as running the ball would be in this Super Bowl. Miami quarterback Bob Greasy would throw for only 134 yards on 12 completions in 23 attempts. Greasy also threw an interception in Super Bowl VI. The Dallas signal caller Roger Staubach completed 12 passes as well, um, but he only attempted 19 throws. His 119 yards passing and his two touchdown tosses enabled him to garner the game's most valuable player award. Now, such meager passing statistics were an indication enough that both teams were going to be running with the ball and practically down after down. After all, it was the both teams' strength. Unfortunately for the Dolphins, the Dallas Doomsday defense played one of its best games against Zonka, Kick, and Morris. That trio would be held to a grand total of just 80 yards rushing all game long. In contrast, Thomas, Hill, and Garrison would fare much better for Dallas. Coach Tom Landry of the Cowboys noticed that noticed that the Miami defense was so energetic and their pursuit of opposing running backs was very pronounced. So 
Landry instilled in his runners the use of cutback running in Super Bowl VI. The Dallas running backs would take a handoff from Stahlbeck, who was actually a runner in his own right, uh, run a step or two in one direction, then sharply stop on a dime and immediately run in the opposite direction. When the opposing defenders noticed this, it was too late, for the Cowboys' offensive linemen were bearing down on them and pushing them in their initial direction, which was away from where the ball carrier was eventually going. It was a foolproof strategy against the overreactive Dolphins' no-name defense. Coach Landry also included a couple of reverse runs from wide receiver Bob Hayes and from tight end Mike Ditka, both of which gained positive first down yardage. Uh, running with the ball gave Dallas a new Super Bowl rushing record as a team, a total of 252 yards. The Cowboys averaged 5.3 yards per rush on 48 carries against Miami, and they accounted for 23 first downs, 15 of which came on the ground. The Dolphins, in comparison, could only earn 10 first downs in Super Bowl VI. Thomas would go on to lead all rushers in the game with 95 yards and a touchdown. Garrison would add an additional 74 yards rushing, and Hill contributed an additional 25 yards. Four other Dallas players uh, carried the ball at least once for positive yardage. As a result, the Cowboys' success on the poly turf at Old Tulane Stadium would point the way to their very first world championship, a 24-3 victory over Miami in Super Bowl VI. And it was a victory brought on about by keeping the ball on the ground. Now, Roger Staubach did lead the NFL in passing uh, in 1971, so it wasn't just to try and cover up any deficiencies that he might have had throwing the ball. They were just too strong of a team to run the ball. So thanks a lot for enjoying uh, this program, Pro Football in the 1970s. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. At the Sports History Network, we're all about sports yesteryear, and so we're so pleased to introduce you to Row One, an online memorabilia gallery and shop that brings your sports history to life anywhere. The Row One gallery includes over 5,200 gorgeously reproduced prints of team posters, game program covers, game tickets, advertisements, and more in baseball, pro and college football, pro and college basketball, and more. And any gallery item may be printed in a variety of sizes on wood, metal, canvas, acrylic, or poster paper. And in Row One Shop, check out the thousands more of unique Unique items with a retro and historical designs dating back to 1876, including t-shirts, long-sleeve shirts, phone cases, mugs, blankets, pillows, towels, and even shower curtains. Go to sportshistorynetwork.com, R-O-W number one, for access to the full Row 1 catalog and for gallery prints and gift items, plus get a 15% discount off all prints on the Row 1 Pictorum Gallery with coupon code SHN15. Follow the link on the show notes. <laughs> 